0: coming transmission, Radio Rebellion. All the cameras are rolling. I just need to center myself because, yes, I think we all need a a little breather before we start talking about Shattered, episode 11 of The Clone Wars, season 7, the final season. The penultimate episode, only one left in a couple of days. Wow. So it delivered. Delivered big time. I'm not gonna say more than I expected, but right there, I know last week was the big action-packed episode. We all love *The Phantom Apprentice*. We all love models, Ahsoka's interaction, and kind of setting up the stage for what happened today. Order 66 and all these effects along the way. um So yeah, it was a little weird for me. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I was without internet most of the day yesterday all of the day yesterday and most of today so i woke up this morning freaking out how am i gonna watch this i gotta get online somehow and watch this episode of the clone wars so what i do i pull out my phone and i don't care my little five inch phone I have it right here I gotta watch it couldn't couldn't wait so there i went 7 30 8 in the morning and then just kind of there put my phone on, so on, started watching shattered and it again. it's was a little weird seeing it on the phone, but it didn't matter. All the emotional bits were there. I then when I finally got internet, like, it's working around three o'clock this afternoon. I finally got internet and I watched it probably probably about an hour ago. And it's a lot better seeing it on the big screen. A big screen compared to a cell phone. On a bigger screen and All the emotional beats were still there, but it hit you a lot better. So let's let's go ahead and start talking about this. Uh, So the MVP for me, and for a lot of people I'm sure, was Kevin Keiner's score. The the whole episode was top-notch, the music, and just kept adding and adding more to the episode and what was coming. It was very suspenseful, that beginning music after so it starts with boca tank you know, and i seeing the end of the siege of mandalore seeing all the people kind of suffering a little bit again it's a war that just happened so they're trying to build up she's kind of i don't want to deal with war and all this stuff anymore there's a, a shout a shout for satina how she wanted to lead mandalore and it the right way and then with more kind of being delivered to the mandalorians and then when ahsoka is going to when rex come hey jedi council is call- is calling let's go talk to them the music changes oh man that score so suspenseful because we know what's coming what's coming it's order 66 but the way kevin Kiner does it it's it's a different type of score we haven't really heard in star wars too much but if you don't know what's coming it probably throws you off a little bit like what are they trying to set up you know that something is happening something bad is going to happen and we know what that bad is, but yeah, the score just keeps getting better and better. We'll keep talking about it, but yeah, that suspenseful music from when it starts there, when Rex comes to Fanasoka to later on in the episode, what we'll talk about in a few minutes, just great. Um, so let's start with all the things we got wrong last week on our last week breakdown. This is when sometimes we got to just sit back and enjoy the episodes as fans and not try to analyze every single little bit or kind of musical cues. Oh, this ties with this, this ties with that. Last week we were talking, oh, when when Maul attacks Ahsoka is at the same time, because you can hear the shriek of Sirius when he does the 720 to attack all the Jedi. And then when the glass shatters between Maul and Ahsoka, that's at the same time that the glass shatters between Maze and Sidious and all this stuff. And uh, none of that happened at the same time. Here we see Ahsoka goes talk to the council. We have Maze um, and Yoda and some of the other je- Jedi kind of, I sense a plot to destroy je- the Jedi. And All the things about the, the Chancellor doesn't kind of give up his power to get to remove him and all that stuff. So we know that, the fall of Anakin hasn't happened yet. Um, May is going to confront Sirius, hasn't happened yet. So, just a teeny bit off from our projection, I guess, kind of last week. Again, that's sometimes let's just let the filmmakers kind of take us along and not try to break every single detail. It was oh, why was ah- Ahsoka looking out at the the gla- broken ceiling at the end of the episode? They see, sensing Anakin's fall. Let's relax and let's see where it goes. Uh, so, yeah, some of the wants, and I guess when we start talking about wanting something for the episode and then it doesn't hit, then we feel kind of disappointed. So, I can try not to want things, but what we, I kind of hope, happened, kind of yes and no. I kind of knew and hoped that we were getting Order 66 in this episode and seeing it from Ahsoka's and Rex's point of view. But the way it happened was different from what, I hope or I kind of imagine, what's going to go. I think there was the conversations were going to be a little bit different and the way kind of Rex reacts all the 66 was going to be different. But no matter, the episode kind of hit on it anyways, and it was a great reveal when it happened, seeing Sirius kind of deliver, execute all the 66, and seeing Rex unfortunately kind of follow through, heartbreaking for a lot of reasons. Uh, so again, we have Ahsoka going to to talk to the council right after Anakin is sent to tell Grievous that, sorry, that tell the Chancellor that Obi-Wan has started his attack on Grievous and kind of, okay, you gotta, if your power's up. And we have again when she kind of saying, I did, didn't do this as a Jedi, like Yoda says, not as a Jedi. She, no, not yet. It kind of gives that hint that she's still, this past couple of episodes, she's been on that Jedi path. Maybe she wants to go back to the Jedi Council. She's still, I mean, to the Jedi kind of order. She's still thinking about it, but she's she did this as a citizen. Then, yes, Mace Windu all riled up. The old Mace, again, his own brand. That's Mace, 100% Mace Windu kind of citizen. This is Jedi business, basically. Go back to your dreams. I know there's a lot of hate for Mace right now and the way he reacted to Ahsoka. But we gotta know they really can't change the characters at this point. We know what happens in episode three, Revenge of the Sith, and when this is happening right now. So the way he responds to Ahsoka and in that situation, he couldn't have acted a different way. So Mace, you did a lot of things wrong, but Mace Windu, that's you. That's you, don't change for anyone. Maybe for a lot of people on Safety Galaxy, but... No matter. Um, I love that Yoda stayed back. Um, yeah, I love Yoda staying back. I kind of saw the Jedi leaving. I wanted Yoda to stay back and kind of have that last conversation with Ahsoka has always been the the Jedi with, you know, the, those nice kind of Thoughts and mentions and quotes and everything he says kind of. So I wanted that final conversation between Ahsoka and Yoda. We did get a little bit of it. And Yoda knows there's something going on with Ahsoka. There's something she wants to say, but she doesn't say. She doesn't want to give Yoda the information about Hanakina, what Darth more kind of said that was going to happen to anakin she didn't want to tell yoda what she wanted to tell anakin she wants to do it on her own when she sees him again which we know it's not going to happen but a shame uh so again same as Mace windu kind of telling her hey this is jedi business this really doesn't concern you as a citizen at the same time if ahsoka would have told them hey of sense the, the Sidious plan trying to bring Anakin to Heddaad as his new apprentice. Maybe it would have gone different on episode three when Mage is confronted by Anakin trying to save Sidious, I mean, save the Chancellor. Maybe their conversation could have gone a little bit different, but we'll never know. Love seeing the Republic shock troopers. Those white armors with the red, again, tells you where we are because we see them back on Coruscant. We see them with the Emperor when he is fighting Yoda at the end. So, yeah, seeing the Republic, Republic Shock is kind of, oh, no, Order 66 is, is coming. But, again, it's a like great design. That, that clones this year and this season, the design of all the clone armors, is just great. Um, and then, of course, we have the kind of, it's not going to go the way you think. And Rex kind of, hey, we have a, an update. You want to come? Ah, it's probably more good news about Obi-Wan and Grievous. So, you go. I'm sure it's more good news. And that's when we get Order 66 um and right before then we see maul and ahsoka basically at the same time sensing the fall of the jedi sensing the fall of anakin and kind of hearing the conversation between anakin mace and sidious at first i thought that maul was trying to communicate through the force to ahsoka to kind of tell hey you gotta let me go we got to figure this out but no both of them were sensing that scene whatever was happening back on coruscant they were all, both of them were sensing it at the same time and then like i mentioned seeing rex receive order 66 from the emperor heartbreaking not just because it's rex and it's order 66 but it's rex for me also because he's always been my favorite clone ever since i read the current travis i believe was the writer of the the clone wars uh novel of the original movie i would so I love Rex in there. I've always loved him. So i have seeing him and knowing what's coming, what's kind of heartbreaking. not going to say the same as heartbreaking for Ahsoka, but 45% the same. Um, so that's when it kind of, the episode went a little bit different, a little different way than I thought it was going to be. I thought either Rex is going to get older 66, go straight to try to kill Ahsoka, and there she was going to have, deep conversation with him and try and convince him otherwise or that he had already removed his inhibitor chip and then was going to have to decide if he how was he going to kill his clone blo- clone brothers to protect ahsoka or no he gets the order it takes him a little bit to go full on so that at least gives him a chance to tell her go find five go find fives. Go find fives. So you can see Rick, there's a tear that comes on that his eyes are watering because the inhibitor chip hasn't taken over completely. He knows what's going to happen, but he's still fighting it. So yeah, it's heartbreaking in a lot of ways. Um, let me see my notes. I wasn't going to take notes, but there's so much stuff to talk about in this episode. I want to make sure I didn't skip over anything. Uh, so yeah, again, he knows that it's wrong, what he's about to do, but that inhibitor treatment. man, those clones. They just stick it in there. about at the end how they're able to find it. Um, and here we go again with the score. After he attacks, after he attacks her, the music changes to a more to a more suspense from suspenseful to more emotional kind of high, heartbreaking tones. Um, so on the second view, and I didn't catch this on the first one. The second viewing is the same theme, theme of Anakin on Mustafar when he kills a separatist, and he's kind of on that bridge, which is the Sith eyes, and he's waiting. On that bridge, and then Anna uh, ship comes over. It's that same music, that same score. She's again it's so heartbreaking in the movie, so heartbreaking here. And again, it's the same score with uh, different tones. So it's not bit for bit the same one, but it's the same kind of music behind it. So yeah, it gets got me on Revenge of the Sea, it gets me here. It's a great theme, and the way Kevin Kanner kind of weaves weaves it through is just great. Uh, so the only Not complain the only I don't want to say critique because what I always say the only thing that kind of threw me off a little bit is when Rex starts shooting at Ahsoka and then all the other clones come in there's like seven clones shooting at her at close close distance she's able to kind of batter off all the master shots she's able to escape when we've seen in Revenge of the Sith other Jedi which masters Master Jedi is kind of not able to get away from 2 or 3 clones, so how is she able to survive this? I know she's a great Jedi. The only way I can kind of say, okay, she did it, basically basically she had a heads up when Rex kind of starts, hey, look for five, find five, so she knew something was up, um, and she saw it um, head on, it's not like someone was behind her and shot her. So that gives it a little pass, and there's something that happens at the end that kind of nullifies this anyway. So that's my only kind of, I really, she got away that easy, but no matter. Um, one thing we did get right from last week, well, we heard a lot of people saying, oh, Order 66 is not going to affect Ahsoka because she's not a Jedi officially. I mentioned for Order 66, they won't, it doesn't matter. If you're a light side user, if you used to be a Jedi, if you're a Force user, there's going to be a threat to Sidious. You're going down. So we see here, they didn't matter. You were a Jedi, light side user, part of the Jedi Council at any time, or that 66 is coming for you. And then we get that great moment that we knew was coming. How does Maul escape? Well, Ahsoka saves him when right before Rex sends the Republic Chuck troopers to kind of execute Maul. She goes and kind of saves him. And then, are they going to team up? No, I'm not here to team up with you. I don't care that I'm not rooting for you. Very similar to Huck saying, I don't care if you win. I need Kylo Ren to lose. Basically, the same kind of, I'm not doing this for you. I need you to cause a distraction. Go create chaos, which is what you're good at. So I need to find a way to get out of this and get to Rex. And oh my, does he deliver? Does Maul create chaos? So let's talk about it. The mall hallway scene. And you know where I'm going with it, and we're gonna go with it. I know Darth Vader in Rogue One. That hallway scene is iconic, uh, classified top three, top five Star Wars moments of all time, in my opinion. This rivals it bit by bit in terms of pure evil, the horror of it. His menacing coming around the corner. You see the clones back up, back up. We gotta get out of here. Again, these are experienced clone troopers, these are elite clone troopers, not regular kind of rebe- rebellion soldiers. These are elite clone troopers that Maul is mowing down, uses the force to push them away. Then he grabs those side panels, throws one down, decapitates two of them, throws it again to another one, then uses two to crush two, two clones together. Then they try to escape. He uses the Force to pull one through, chops his hand on the blast door, similar to the Mandalorian. Dave, you thought we didn't, weren't going to notice. We noticed. Um, so yeah, Maul going down the hallway in this scene, what it means in, not what it means in terms of Star Wars, but what it means if you just, if this was live action, I guarantee this is just as goes up there in in ranking in terms of great and one of the most important, Better Star Wars scenes. Uh, again, it's animations, so a lot of people won't be able to see it. And it's Darth Maul or Maul, it's not Darth Vader, which is one of the greatest, if not the greatest villain of all time. But this Maul hallway scene, I have to see what. Oh man, it's close. It's close, but both of them, this has nothing to fear or kind of envy Vader's scene in Rogue One. This scene, it's top notch, it's evil, it's menacing, it's horror. He doesn't need a lightsaber like Vader did, like Kylo Ren does to get rid of the Knights of Ren. He just does it using the Force. Maul kind of, again, going up and up, Clone Wars, just building Maul up to the great, I'm not gonna say great villain, the great character that he is on Star Wars. Um, So one thing, again, I was waiting for that emotional kind of speech between Ahsoka and Rex, trying to bring him out of it, out of Order 66. But we didn't get it. Um, oh, before that, never underestimate a droid. We heard about it in re- Return of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker, sorry. And here we have O7. Uh, who's the other one? Chip Chip or Beep Beep? I love that droid. Kind of helping Ahsoka find out what happened with Fives. kind of Close the blast doors, trying to get to Rex and kind of single him out away from the other clones. Uh, so, yeah, we didn't get that conversation between Rex and Ahsoka. I thought they were going to have at that scene when the droids kind of block him off. But no, R7 goes, and brrr, he went all BB-8 and kind of fried him. No, we're not trying to hurt him. So we didn't get that emotional talk, trying to bring him out. But again, if we think about this more realistically, that's the way it probably should have gone. Uh, and then another Rogue One tie I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me." Great seeing Ahsoka say it. And then it's even better having both her and Rex both kind of saying, I I am one with the Force, the Force is with me. I guess Rex kind of tapping into that, or having Ahsoka help Rex tap into that is the way to kind of then reveal where the inhibitor chip is. Again, just as a Jedi and Force kind of theme or following up, just that whole sentence is so iconic now that it's great hearing it coming from Ahsoka and the music again it went from very suspenseful to then a kind of what did I mention kind of a chase scene kind of basically when they're trying to find Ahsoka I don't think I talked about it so it went from suspenseful to the revenge of the Sith kind of theme then the music hits and it changes again when more is let loose and then it, it becomes more of a chase kind of suspenseful vibe when they're trying to get ahsoka and then at this point it changes again and it picks up it's a more upbeat music score when they're trying to free rex from the inhibitor chip we have the other clone troopers trying to get into that medical bay, so the music picks up because you know what's going to happen as soon as those blast doors open Ahsoka's fried, the droids are gone, Rex, we don't know what's gonna happen to him. Like she said, if it doesn't work, we're dying anyway. So, put down a base of glory. So the music is picking up, it's picking up, they're about to open it. And then Rex comes out of it. <coughs> Guess those three clones out of the way, the blast doors close. I think it's all seven or chip chip, kind of closes the blast doors again. And then we have Rex kind of, sorry, what happened? i'm sorry that this happened it's it's gonna be it's not just us it's all over the galaxy all the jedi then it cuts to black oh man i know i didn't make it justice but this episode again last week was a big kind of action pack. This was a lot more slow pace but it didn't matter this is where the emotional beats hit you And even though the biggest one that I was waiting for was Rex trying to decide to kill his clone brothers to save Ahsoka didn't really happen like I expected, everything else hits perfectly. So these two episodes back to back are a great combination and great not target. They just work great together. Uh, so, yeah, so next week, hopefully, we'll have Rex kind of trying to still, still, still kind of waking up. He's probably still a bit woodsy about everything that happened. So maybe he'll kind of start realizing what's going on, what he just did and what he'll have to do to keep Ahsoka alive. I don't know what they're going to be doing. They're going to be on the run. I don't know if they're going back to Coruscant. Like I mentioned, hopefully, they do get the message from Obi-Wan saying, stay away from Coruscant, don't come over here. I don't know. Will she see? No, I don't think Obi-Wan sent the the recording of Anakin killing younglings to anyone. So hopefully she doesn't see that. Uh, but yeah, we don't have that much longer to wait. Two days from today or three days. This is a Saturday as I'm recording. So in a couple of days, we have the end to the Clone Wars with victory and death. So not just the end of the TV show, the Clone Wars, but also the end of the actual Clone Wars in Star Wars in general so they've been hitting it out of the park with the Siege of Mandalore, I think they should change the name of this arc to something else, Siege of Mandalore is basically the first episode and parts of the second one, but the second half of last week, this episode and have been following all different, so hopefully there's another, another name for this arc, so if you have an idea just go to the comments and tell me uh, so yeah, so what did you guys think of um what's the name? Shattered. It just shattered my brains, I forgot about it. So what's what do you guys think about shattered? Jump in the comments. Let me know what are you guys expecting for next week. Uh, are you liking this? Are you digging this? Um, so we'll probably do another special review recording either probably not Monday, but maybe on Tuesday. We'll put that up and then our main show coming this week and with a special guest. So like, subscribe comment if you're listening to this on the podcast rate review all that fun stuff follow us on twitter at radio rebel pod my personal account tweets at ac and if you're watching watching listening on the podcast go to youtube search for radio rebellion podcast watch all our videos and may the force be with you ah, Clan Wars. Yeah, it's great radio rebellion